Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. My name is Aaron, and I am here once again with my main man, Jason J.J. Jenkins. Hello, everybody. How's it going, Aaron? <laughs> so good. And I'm excited about this. Yes. Catching momentum, lots of stuff going on. A lot. Feels like we got lots of balls going in the air right now. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we couldn't be more excited about just, I mean, we got people doing the invitation, getting great feedback. We're developing new stuff for everybody. and. We're excited about the people's lives are going to change. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. Yeah, and it's just affirming even yeah. as I'm on the challenge again and and going through it a, another time and how it's been transforming and listening to people talk about how it's making them better, like on all levels, it's making them better. I think it's worth talking just real quick, just specifically, you know, we just, before we jumped on, what are the areas that you're seeing personally and with others? On that daily exercise that's really changing their lives. Yeah, that's good. So the first time I went through it, I really needed to focus on my fitness. And that was something that was a priority for me. And whatever, for whatever reason, um, that seemed to be the stick point for me. Now that I'm going through this again, it's the affirmation and generosity pieces that are really changing me. Um, and, and that's been a, it's been an interesting, um, just shift it. I thought it would be the same thing over again. Now, to be fair, I'm doing this with a different group of people. And I actually have two groups of people that I'm going through it with right now. That's awesome. Um, and they're and they're all getting very different things from it as well. But the thing is that common experience we share allows us to have the ability to come together and have really amazing conversations. You know, and I think it's to the fact you and I talk about this often that you're reaching outside of yourself. That's the big thing here is that all it doesn't matter where you're at in life, you're having a, a bad day, great day, it's forcing you to look outside yourself. Yeah, it's incredible. It's been it's been yeah, so that's exciting to hear the news. And I and I'm not I'm not just blowing smoke about that. Like that's it's really being transformational in my life and in the lives of the people that I'm doing it with. And even people that um have done it solo, they have they haven't done it in a group, but even people that have done it solo have commented to me how much it's changing them. And so it's just been fun to get that, that data. And we'll have some of those people on the show, Absolutely, some, some interviews and some celebrations and, you know, just really show you guys what it can do to people. Cause it really is something to yeah. watch them change. That's exciting. So today we are going to tackle the topic of leadership, which is um, when I say tackle it, we're going to knock one small chunk <laughs> up of a very large topic. Yeah. Uh, that we will be visiting again and again and again. But but here's the thing um, that we want to tackle. Uh, I I believe this. Jason believes this. Leadership is really built around a couple of kind of core characteristics. And 
And um, at the end of the day, you can try to lead from a lot of different places. But if you don't have trust and respect, um, you're going to struggle to lead. You're going to really struggle to lead. I mean, there's a lot of books that, you know, out there that talk about leadership and you got to have these seven qualities or, you know, uh, good to great, get the right people on the bus, put them in the right seat. And all those are, are very practical ideas when it comes to leadership. But today, this is about foundational information. You leading your home, you're leading in business. And, and I think people are surprised how you're like, well, I'm not in a leadership position. Yes, you are. Those that are around you are watching and paying attention. And so, but today, you know, we talk about trust and respect. This is about taking it down to its studs. What's holding this up? And to the degree in which you have that, if it's in your family or business, that is to the degree of how far you will travel. Yep. So if it's only there at 50%, guess what? That is far as you can go. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get back to, you know, 60, 70, 100, but that really is the litmus test that you have to be aware of. And, and we're going to kind of unpack that about what are the things that you can do to actually, you know, improve upon that, that are practical, that you can go out after listening to this and begin to implement it inside your business and your personal life? Yeah, I do. I so resonate with what you said as far as um, this is taking it all the way down to its basest level. Yep. Because the truth is you can have all the great leadership principles in the world and lists and charts and strategies and graphs, but if people don't want to follow you, you're just taking a walk. It doesn't matter how smart you are, right? If you're if you think you're leading and nobody's following, you're just taking a walk. And and you and the other because the flip side of trust and respect, or the the opposite of it, is fear. There really is no other foundation that you can try and build upon. And we all know that nothing's going to happen with fear. I'll be like, hey, Aaron, if you don't show up, I'm gonna fire you. Great. Well, I'll check the boxes and great. We'll do things, but you're not going to get the best out of that person or the team. You're not going to get the creativity. You're not going to get the commitment. You're not going to get all of those other ancillary benefits that create the culture that you're looking for. And there is a direct correlation to trust and respect, and this is my opinion, having having done a study, to your bottom line. Yep. Because you're going to find it in your culture. And you're going to walk around and I don't even need to hear it. I can sense it and I can feel it. It'll be in the air. And you and I talk about this. I know you do it at uh, at the church. And I do it in my position of time. You have to guard that and you've got to water it and foster it every single day. You know, we're going to talk here in a second about how you can do that, but this is something that is earned constantly. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I'm, I'm so passionate about this because when this is fully implemented and it's fully engaged, this is where you see people push beyond as a great team. You know, it's often said, hey, Jason, you know, how do I get from point A to point B? I always say, well, it takes two ingredients on the, you got it. It's all about people first. And, and the grid is the engine that gets there. This, what we're talking about is the people. Yeah. The people is the trust and the respect. Yep. And, and again, you do that. I mean, watch out for what you can build. It's so good. And, and you know, when you have a culture that leads by fear, fear is a effective, it's a powerful motivator, but it's not a good one. Like you can get people to accomplish things. But if fear is in the culture long-term, what you will always have is a minimum compliance culture. What that means is people will do just enough to not get fired. Like great teams want to perform and they want to see how far they can push that envelope. That never happens without trust and respect. It reminds me of the quote from Albert Einstein where he said, imagination is greater than knowledge. The only way you tap into that specialness of a person and their imagination 
is, is going to be here with the trust and respect. They're the, creating an environment for them to fail and feel okay about it, right? For them for to press into those uncharted territories. Because that's where, that's where uh, ingenuity comes into play and you get breakthrough solutions uh, where fear is just, you're okay, I'm going to do my job, check the box, not get fired, play politics, and all that other crap that goes along with it that I just can't stand. <laughs> yeah, 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 no kidding. So this is super important and, and I'll just let you jump right in here. How does somebody cultivate and execute that kind of leadership? I think the first piece is you, you got to start with understanding. You have to take inventory around what, who is sitting around you and what that looks like. Um, and in no particular order, the first, you got to be open to other people's opinions. As a leader, you laying down ego. Uh, and sometimes that's hard because you're like, Hey, I, I, you know, I'm leading. I'm, I've got the title. I have the responsibility, but that constant check as to, I have to consciously seek out and understand other people's perspectives. And I think that's more important today than ever. And, and, and really being conscious about that. You know, so you might be uh, stressing an idea, but making that environment take place where people's opinions, hey, I, I disagree with you, Aaron, on that. And here's why. You know, one of the things that um, has been coached to me that I feel really con- has been uh, constructive um, is, you know, people are really easy to find the problems, but the solutions are always the hard part. Right. So one of the rules that we put around opinions is you can have an opinion, but you got, you got to have a recommendation that sits behind it. Yeah. Yeah, we call that in our culture solutions focused mindset. Yeah. You can't just be critical. You can't be anybody chucking can, rocks. Anybody can be critical. Yeah. That's that's easy. We want to have a solution or or don't say anything. Or don't say anything. Yeah. You know, the second one here is 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 really you got to so in the seeking of understanding, you got to empower those around you. And what that means is that, you know, take a project or whatever it is, someone that typically, you know, might play a role in it or might not, but really giving them the power to this. And what happens is, is that you begin to find the qualities that you didn't know that were there. So some people, hey, their, their job is, and they put it on the resume, like, hey, I can do that. You're like, okay, well, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you start pulling in other team members and you start realizing these very unique talents. Um, and, and I think oftentimes we are afraid to empower, empower others because there's fear like, oh my gosh, they're going to shine and they're going to look better than me. And they're going to take my job. And the answer is no, because great leaders are, that's their job. Great leaders take a backseat to their team, right? you know, and they empower others. One of the greatest things, and we're going to talk more about this in a second, is that, you know, when you speak life into others and you specifically acknowledge it, and this part of that empowerment takes place. But um, yeah, well, I mean, what are your thoughts on more of this understanding? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about, um, as you were talking um, the, the book playing God by Andy Crouch. Um, he talks about the role of authority in a spiritual perspective. So like in the, in the church world or in a, in a spiritual sense of authority, what, what's the purpose of authority? And his whole point is the purpose of authority is to always give it away. Like you always yeah. give authority, you push power out. You don't hoard it. You push power out. And he said, they, what happens for a lot of people is they believe that when they do that, they diminish their own power by giving power away. Um, and his example was, um, he has a cello teacher. He, he, he plays the cello. I'm like, <laughs> what an odd instrument to choose, but okay. Okay. Um, that's so a story. He said, my, my cello, cello teacher is a master at the cello. He said, it doesn't diminish his ability when he teaches me how to play better. 
it actually expands both of our capacity. And that that's the part that we have to keep thinking about with authority is that when I give power away, when I push authority and, and influence and all those things out to other people, I don't diminish my own. I actually accentuate both of ours. And so we both become more influential rather than somebody who's trying to hoard it and and I or or somebody that's like I have to be the one doing the thing. I can't let somebody else do the task that's actually going to get looked at and noticed. I have to be the one that's there to carry the ball across the goal line. Yeah, I mean, I I personally think, and I've I've experienced this. It comes from a place of fear. I mean, if you really think about it, right? And and that's a top down person. Well, I'm afraid if I do that, I might could I lose my job, or they're not going to think this. You know what I mean? There's always kind of this position yeah. that takes place. When in reality, it, it reinforces you as the leader. It reinforces those that are following you when you can say in front of a group, like, that wasn't my idea. That, that was John's idea. You know, I might be presenting the project, but no, th- th- that idea was not mine. That, that was part of the teams that takes place. Right. And that, that's where that trust and respect comes in. And that's where you get all this beautiful um, work that takes place. But the most important things is that those that are following you, you're going to go far. And, you're going to go and far when together. you are the leader and you are willing to push those ideas out, like get push credit for ideas out, then they're free to give it back. Rather than if you take credit for all these other people, like I know my team is awesome because of me. And, yeah. you know They wouldn't have even had that idea if it wasn't for my great training. Yeah. When I do that, then they've got to clamor for their own recognition when when we're free to push it we're pushing it out pushing it out and and just making sure that even even if it was my idea i give somebody else credit for it then they have the freedom to give it back and that's a culture changer it, it changes it changes everything and if you're listening to this and, and you're not in that be, be that change agent because it can start right where you're at yep yeah, just just those around you it's like noticing your your coworkers at the same level and what you're going to find is you're going to find them trusting and respecting you more. And it just, it, it blossoms this really cool thing that takes yeah. place. And as you're in your 87 day invitation, maybe the opportunity to say, this is where my affirmation is going to go for a while. My affirmation mm-hmm. is going to be bent around celebrating other people at work yeah. for the effort that they're making. The other big thing. So when you seek to understand, you start doing this. Uh, I think this is a really big one. So if you're in a position to take notes, write this down. It, it gives you permission to coach. You see, when, when those trust you and they respect you and they know where your heart is and that, yeah, there's an opportunity to maybe that situation didn't go the best or, you know, as leaders, you're coaching, you know, uh, individuals, they're going to be willing to accept that. Mm. Uh, they're going to be open to listening. So it's not criticism, but it's like, hey, Aaron, I care for you. And here's what I'm noticing. Um, and that is going to quickly translate versus where I've seen it go the other way. It's, it's, you get the Heisman. You're like, not interested. You know, you're shaking their head. And, and so that's another positive thing that comes from uh, the seeking to understand and that reciprocation so that, because all leaders do need to coach. Uh, you know, when someone's going to penetrate the culture, there's times where you're like, maybe this is where you get off the ship and <laughs> find a new one to sail on. Right. But um, that's the other inter- surprising thing. I know you've seen this as well. Is, is when you begin to do this, that, that the unit itself begins to strengthen and, and the coaching then flows in both directions. It's oftentimes 
those that um, I'm leading, I see, I, I don't have to, but I'm constantly, I want that feedback. Hey, tell me from your perspective, what, what's working with us? Is this communication working? Yes or no? You know, and so again, that's just where I'm always focused on what can I do to strengthen that bond that I have with those people. Yep. So, so good. You want to talk about point number two? Cause I know we've kind of danced around it, but this is, this is a big one. Yeah, let's do it. So, so again, the first step of executing this is, is the understanding, but this is an actual thing. It's in the invitation. So if you're doing it, you're like, all right, uh, preach it, Aaron and Jason, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's affirmation. And, and this is where respect is executed from. And, and the key to this is to be specific. It can't be like, oh, hey, Aaron, I like you, or hey, great job. No, hey, Aaron, I noticed when you did that presentation, it was really great how you delivered and really you know, focused on the numbers or whatever it is specifically, because that's where authenticity is found. Yeah. Because you're communicating that I'm paying attention to what's going on around me. And, and so I want to encourage everybody that it can't be general. It's got to be, spe- and the more specific, this is my promise to you, the more specific you are in your affirmations, the more and the farther that's going to go. Uh, because it's, like I said, it's coming from a place of authenticity. Yeah. And, and the deeper, the more specific you are with your affirmation, the deeper you are into your heart, which is more and more and more vulnerable. And that's the part that actually opens up connection. Vulnerability, and Brene Brown talks a ton about this. Yes. Vulnerability feels like a position of weakness because I'm kind of revealing things that give people permission to hurt me. But if you're willing to do that and stand in that place and continue to be uh, vulnerable, knowing that people could hurt you, but doing it because it helps the people around you to be better, that actually takes tremendous strength. That's not the position of weakness. That's the position of strength. And I, I wish people could get that because yeah. often, and again, when to go back to what you said earlier, when you're living out of fear, you cannot. You, you can't. And just to echo what you said, it's power. When, you, when you're operating in that place of vulnerability, uh, you, you're, you're, you're doing something that most people are not willing to do. Yeah. And it's, it's a magical thing. Uh, because again, you will go so much further uh, in the role that you're in. And I mean, this, this, this is applicable to your family. This is not just about business. I mean, think about this. I mean, how great is your marriage going to be if your wife only trusts and respects you halfway? I'm going to use my barometer, right? At 50%. It's only going to go halfway. Right, right. You know, whatever is popping in the back of the room. Even our own kids, you know? I mean, we're all human beings and I know... I screw up and, you know, there's time, hey, forgive me, whatever. But there's a constant feeding into that. And, I'll, and what I know is that that affirmation, I, my daughter, even this morning, so last night I went into her room and, and she's like, hey, dad, you know, I'm writing my goals down. I'm trying to encourage her. You know, she's 15 and she had, I'm like, man, babe, you have like the best printing. I'm like, I have no idea where you got that. Not from your dad, <laughs> you know. Penmanship. Penmanship. But she was so proud of it. And she's like, yeah, you know. I've had my room clean for two days. And so I, I told her this 30-day goal. We'll see if that happens, but I hope it does. <laughs> and But what, what's really magical about it is like I woke up this morning and I said, you know, I'm going to send her a text and let her know that her dad loves her. And I'm so proud of her. But I was like so specific with it. And she came back, you know, said, oh, hey, I love you, dad. And then she came home today and she's like, hey, dad, just so you know, I really appreciate the text. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
that's cool. Like, cause I don't know which was huge for us. I was like, awesome. I got that from a teenager. Um, but I don't know how far that really penetrated her. I, my hope is, is that it, it made her feel more secure that her dad loves her. And then in reciprocation, she's like, I trust my dad. Right. And, and I love my dad and, and I respect him. And only share that story is that just as an example, uh, to encourage everybody, be specific and speak that affirmation and you'll see great things. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is what you said earlier is so true. Like people don't want to go to vulnerability. They want to, mm-hmm. they don't want to do it, but everybody wants to a friend that will do it. Everybody wants a friend that will go to a place of vulnerability, Yeah, but everybody's scared to death to be the person to actually do it. Yeah. I, I just, I just find that dichotomy so interesting because it's the very thing. Not only does it unlock me, but it unlocks the potential in others when we're willing to do that. Yeah. Even when you just say, Hey, I love you to somebody, you know, like, I mean, you're, you're dealing with just power in that exchange and, you know, um, so yeah. So I really hope everyone's listening to that one. Cause it's, again, it's why we put in the invitation. It'll change your heart and it will change the world around you. But, but this is a fundamental component to building trust and respect in your business. Yeah. Be, you could, you could be running Coca-Cola from that matter of fact. And if your job as a CEO is like, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to affirm a hundred people today, watch your stock price go up. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Your bottom line isn't determined by how hard people work. It's by the, the connection and the team and the culture that they're a part of that will improve bottom line more than anything else. Yep. I, t- I, f- I was even talking about it today on a call. I said, you got to stop selling. You got to start connecting. I said, that's how you need to measure yourself. Yep. Like I was like, oh, okay. That's a great idea. <laughs> I was like, so good. So good. I was like, cause that's the way your mind's got to think. Cause the more you connect with people, you, you, the, the only byproduct is success. Right. Period. That's you awesome. know. So, all right. Number three. Number three to this is greatness and great leaders know the difference between success and greatness. And you and I talk about this, Aaron, you know, when I think about success, I think about what the world wants me to see, right? It's about awards. It's about car. It's about, it's about the achievement of what's taking place. And, and greatness is different. Greatness is, is the combination of, of achieving those things but doing it with others that, that you are walking together as a team. And greatness, you know, when it's at work, you use your influence to enhance the lives of others. Greatness is simply elevating those around you. That's it. Yeah. And, and we, some might say, well, you know, Jason, Aaron, that's kind of this like, you know, magical kind of fairy tale, sure, got it, whatever. But I got to deliver numbers. And I'm promising you right now, if you focus on this the way that we're talking about it, you will, you'll double your numbers. Your numbers will go up by implementing this inside your business because greatness is not found in the awards that sit on your wall. Greatness is found in other people. Yeah. You know, that, that's why, you know, we talk about this, that greatness is discovered in the heart. Yeah. That's where it sits and it sits in all of us. And if you're a leader, your job, is to extract that, right? It's, yeah, great. Knowledge and skill sets can be taught and learned, but it's the people. It's kind of what I said before. If I want to go from A to B, that's my goals or my business goals, I'm going to travel with people. It's those people are the most important component. Yeah, the grind is the second. Yeah, we got to work hard. Yep. But if we don't trust each other 
and we don't see it and we're going to put whatever it is, it doesn't matter how much effort you want to put into that. First of all, the journey is going to suck because <laughs> you're like, I can't stand working yeah, with you'll these. You'll get to the end of it and be like, well, that, was that even worth it? Yeah. I don't think so. No. And you're like, I can't stand you, 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 and you quit, pull in. No. The greatness is that constant evolution about like those that are around me, how do I elevate those? And what happens is the group, they just, they elevate themselves. Yeah. And I just believe with everything in my being, I know you believe this as well. We were designed for greatness. And greatness is the heart. You know, and for us, that's a part of what our faith is about. And so that's that to me are the three pieces you got to seek to understand. You got to affirm into those that are around you. And you have to have the mentality as a leader around greatness and not about success. Just some quick tips on that. One of the things as you were talking, I was thinking about was um, the statement that I've used a lot over the years because I really believe it. If we don't get there together, it doesn't matter where we go. And if you're sitting in a position as a leader at work or a manager or you're in your home and you're like, I don't really feel like I believe that, you are not understanding what greatness is. And, and you're trying to pull on it from a selfish perspective. It'll never work. If we don't get there together, yeah. it doesn't matter what we You know, I, I can testify to that. You've done a great job I mean, from the pulpit, but you've done an excellent job of that at the church. Mm-hmm. I really, you have have led this church uh, that was in somewhat of a valley to to a mountaintop in a big way. But I really, you've done an excellent job at that. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank really you. have. And and it's, you know, and what's happened is it's the results are in the actual numbers themselves about who's attending Southeast and all the great things that have come from it. But um, you've demonstrated that uh, time and time again, from my perspective. Yeah, thank you. You know, somebody else that does that, that we both know that this will be funny. Um, so we have a trainer that we share um, that we both use named Jason Robinson. Um, and if you want to know why we use him, go to jarfit.com. That's right. <laughs> um, and you will understand why he is our trainer. He is uh, just an incredible dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, and and we, we both work with him in our fitness pieces. And he's got us killing ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We call him Big J. I call him Big Jason because uh, Jason here is... Big, but not big as Big Jason. <laughs> not as big as Big Jason. <laughs> yeah. But one of the things that he always says to me every time I go in to see him is, how you doing today, champion? That's like, right. It's not just, how's it going? It's not, hey, Aaron, it's nice to see you. It's not like, how you doing today, champion? Like, yeah. he's always trying to, even in those little moments, he's always trying to instill like, a, no, you're, you're important. You yeah. matter. You matter. And I think that's part of that heartbeat behind what you're doing with the supplements with Prodigy Performance, that, yeah. that the Prodigy piece is not just about the product being great, but it's about creating the Prodigy in all of us. And I think that even in, in everything that we do, it's all about elevating the people around us more than probably anything else that we can invest in. Yeah. I, you know, I feel like, uh, so 46 and a half, right? Some people are like, man, you're young. Hey, you're old. So forever you're at, there's, you're there's right my middle. age. I'm right, right in the middle. I, I recently, and you and I have had this conversation and I've texted this to you. I just really feel um, at 46, I'm starting to get it. You know, that this is, this is about a hard thing. Yeah. You know, if you want to walk through life and be happy and you want to have something that's sustainable, you got to wake up every day and re-examine your heart, right? Because from our heart, uh, flows our motivation. It fl- it, everything flows from that. Yeah. We know what we're supposed to do between our ears, yeah. right? Um, and so that's been a really neat thing. And I just think that this is a this is 
such a part of that. So this trust and respect is is not just for business leaders. It's for your home, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're going to give your kids some skill sets, you know, this is the kind of stuff they're not teaching in school. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, five years from now, we're probably just going to be thinking about it. Artificial intelligence is going to solve the equation. Great. Okay. So I think people's skills are only become more and more valuable because of how disconnected we are staring at our phones and things like that. And, you know, and as, as you're listening to this, you know, I, I think Aaron and I's hope is that it's touching your heart. It's, this is about a heart examination. Yep. Got to guard it every day. Yep. So good. And that, and I would, um, I would echo that, that it lands in the heart. I I'll say this, when you are in a conflict with somebody and you disagree with them, Rather than saying, I disagree with you, and here's 10 reasons why I disagree with you, and I think you're wrong, and you should admit that you're wrong. If rather than taking that tactic with somebody, whether this is at work, or it's in your marriage, or it's a kid, or anything, for you to say, help me understand what what you're saying. Help me understand. I don't understand that. Help me understand. Um, It's just powerful. Like, understanding in that whole, like, it's giving them the trust and the respect that they deserve as a human. Like you're not, you're not dumb. You're not stupid. You are, you have an opinion. I don't understand it. Yeah. And I may even still, even after I understand it, I may still disagree with it. And that's okay. That's okay. But I'll disagree with it with respect. Yeah. So interesting you say that they've actually studied this. I mean, there, there's a whole study around, uh, I kind of frame it as called anchor words inside conversations and understand is one of the most powerful uh, words that we can use just period when we're trying to connect with somebody on that fact alone. Mm-hmm. Think how often that happens in business. So, you know, I do a lot of coaching on this. And so when, you know, a customer comes in and you're trying to connect your values, you know, or, you know, to their solutions, potentially your, your whole task in that situation is how do I seek to understand to build trust? And that's why that, that word inside our marriages or in business is it's not used enough, to be honest with you. Yeah, super powerful. Yeah, such good stuff. So leadership at its foundation, all the way down to the studs. Take level. it to the studs. Way before we add any tactics or tricks or skills or strategy, all all of that hinges on the fact that you're able to trust and respect That's it. the people that you're leading. That's it. Awesome. Good stuff, man. And next time we will be tackling another great topic. But until then, thank you guys for listening. And make sure that you check out aerial-tribe.com. If you have any questions, thoughts, you can hit us up at info at aerial-tribe.com. We'd love to hear how you're processing this. Thanks for listening.